Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A whole new crew. It's a it's new day. It's, it's everybody. Now we've got Andy Kimanitsky, we've got Greg Bergman, we've got Emily Hebel, and we've got uh, Taylor Smith. So um, Ooh, here we job. go. You got everyone's last name. I, I, the the reputation I have as not knowing people's names is ridiculous. Face blindness. You say it all I the time. I have facial recognition issues sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes. You, can memorize, you can memorize all the names. You just don't know who the names belong to. Correct. But you I, know all the I names. know there is a Taylor Smith. Right. I happen to guess right. Good job. It's well, like Swift, but Smith. Yeah, <laughs> Smith. say Tyler. Tyler. That's the Tyler's the, uh, is the other producer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Tyler's our other producer. He is. Yeah. He's, a, he's a mini Bergman. If you yeah. second guess himself for a second you there. know this. What's that? You second guessed yourself I for totally, a second I totally, I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> Did I get it wrong? <laughs> Here I am bragging about being right, and I got it wrong. So if you're just tuning in, uh, the, the breaking news of the day is that Anthony Davis is out indefinitely. He has a stress injury in his foot. He is going to be reevaluated in seven to ten days um, and see if he can return to play for now there's hope that a procedure can be avoided so Merry Christmas <laughs> right great news to have yeah, going great into news. the Christmas it's a Eve. Christmas miracle uh, so Anthony Davis gone for a while um, originally I think Shams reported at least a month now it sounds longer than that and you know, you can say for now there's hope that a procedure can be avoided, but now you've put that in my head, and now I think, oh my God, we're going to have a procedure. Well, you know that they are fearful of a procedure, and you know that they are fearful about this whole situation with Anthony Davis because we've waited a week since this injury to be told stress injury in your foot, which means absolutely nothing. nothing. No, and I never heard it. I could have told you that he had a stress injury. In his foot, like put it this way, his if, foot suffered stress. Like put it this way, <laughs> if you where I'm not going to tell you, if you went and played basketball, yes, and you hurt your foot, and you went to see a doctor, doctor runs some tests, they have second opinions, third opinions. A week later, you are told you have a stress injury in your foot. You'd be like, no, you're not diagnosing this. This is what I told you I have. I already had that. Like. And- we knew this, and it's all, and, it's, and they said indefinitely too. They're not even giving you a timetable right. on all of it. Right. So you're you're learning nothing. The, learning absolutely nothing, which again to me feels, at best, suspicious; at worst, worrisome. Yes, uh, completely agree. And I, I think it affects now what the Lakers actually do in terms of like I, I now think it's not tinker around the margins if you can get a superstar get a superstar if you can get an all-star caliber player get an all-star caliber player but I think this takes the idea of let's add a I don't know a Boyan Bogdanovich or a, a Buddy Heald or somebody like that out of play well, I, I mean, don't think they want to move gigantic assets for them well I, I was going to say Boyan Bogdanovich great uh, player he's a great player but great he's going to cost you at least a first round pick yeah I least. don't give up a first round pick for uh, Boyan Bogdanovich and you're not going to get him because somebody else will I don't give up a uh, first round pick for Buddy Heald either basically the amount of people that are on the board now are cut Oh, the board. Three, oh, you referenced the uh, board. Well, I'm, look, I'm, in John, I'm in the John the Ireland board. seat. Yeah. I have to see the board. <laughs> but like Andy, you know about it. It's, there's the amount of people. There's, there was talk about Mo Bamba for a little bit. That's not going to happen anymore. No. You're not going to go after Mo Bamba. I don't think that makes sense anyway. Right. No. But like most of the guys that were, were being thrown around don't. But you're not going to go after any of the names. Like Terrence Ross is not going to be no, a name you're going to get anymore. No, the Lakers no. have been now, connected to Terrence Ross <laughs> yeah. for like six years. By the way, and Cam Reddish, I know he's a clutch guy, but come on. Yeah. The, those guys are now gone. You can take them off the board is what you're saying. Yeah, take them off the board. I think it's superstar or bust, all-star caliber player or bust. And I think that the guys that are out there now are Zach Levine and potentially DeMar DeRozan. Which, I mean... I would empty the cupboards for Zach Levine. Would you? Yeah, I absolutely would. Why do you have such a problem with Zach Levine? What's wrong I mean, with Zach Levine in your mind? He's always hurt. He gets hurt a fair he amount. He does. Um, he oh, I believe you. He's not going to help you defensively. 
He and is going to give you a secondary score. He's going to give you a secondary score, but this is what I think you have to think about whether you're talking about Zach Levine or anybody else linked with the Lakers. They are going to be with you for sure longer than AD or LeBron. Right. As far as we know. So you have to be thinking about this, not just in terms of how well do you think they potentially supplement LeBron and AD. It's are you cool with a future of Zach Levine as one of your primary guys? I am. Okay. Well, well I mean, fine. to Andy's point. Uh, how, what, what, you looked up the uh, injury the, situation? Okay. Yeah. So if in 2014 and 2015, when we first got into the league, he played 77 and 82 games. After that, he hasn't played more than 67. He and that was in 2021. With a lingering knee injury. So wait a minute. Has he played at least sixty-seven in every season? No, one time, and before that, it was the highest was sixty-three in twenty eighteen. It was it was twenty-seven this year, mm. sixty-seven last year, fifty-eight, sixty, sixty-three, mm. twenty-four, forty-seven, mm. eighty-two, seventy-seven. Right yeah, yeah. Well, he does fit right no, in, Taylor. He fits right in, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's so not, I'm I guess actually, that's not what we're looking for. It's maybe he's not on paper. He sounds like the right guy because he shoots the three ball very well. Uh, he can get to the basket when everyone. He's an athletic freak. He does a lot of yep. good things. But if he's not healthy, and he was, he, you know what? And thinking about it, when he was at UCLA, he wasn't all that healthy. So he's a good player. I'm not. I'm not disputing that he's a good player. I'm just saying he's a star. The Laker. Well, he's a star, which naturally means the Lakers will be attracted to him because Correct. that is what they do. It is a star-driven effing town. <laughs> star effing driven town. They need to think about this stuff beyond just stars and names. I mean, if they've learned one thing from the Russell Westbrook experience, it's you need to think about this beyond So you would not make any deal? I would be very careful about it. But you would not trade for Zach Levine. Would you trade for DeMar DeRozan? King of the mid-range. He's a better fit with LeBron and AD mm-hmm. than Russ. He's still not a great All-star fit. last year. Wasn't he first-team NBA or second-team Last team year was a career year for him. He yeah. was an MVP fantastic. candidate last year. He's a, yeah. really, he's a really good player. He's really good. He only has one more year on his deal. Well, Next that's year's the last other thing, too, is, like I said about Zach Levine, if you're going to give up this capital for DeMar DeRozan, you have to be comfortable with the idea of we may have DeMar DeRozan longer than we have LeBron and AD LeBron and DeRozan's going to be 34. That's what next year. Right. It's it but it is 100% and here's the here's the issue. It's got to be 100% if you're moving two first round draft picks and potentially Russell well, Westbrook about a future and team too. it's about a future team. Yep. It's so, not just about right now. So if we you're saying no to all of these guys and that's totally fine, who is the yes to? Is there anybody in this league that you would say yes to? I don't know because Lillard like all, well he's not going. He, well, I, I, I know I'm not, just trying to find a name. I would want somebody younger. I would want somebody that you can rely on to be on the court because you're dealing with these injuries with AD. LeBron is an injury concern himself. Trey Young, yeah, Trey oh. Young. Well, Trey like, Young is, is potentially going to force a trade, right? So who's like, so who is Trae, that you're, guy? You're in saying the not Trey Young. I, I'm not a big fan of Trey Young. You're not a big fan of Trey Young. Fun to watch. But he's, he's awesome a, to he's watch. A defensive liability. He's a volume shooter. I mean, I, we just have to get to a point where if, if we're saying no to everybody, who honest. are the yeses? Yeah, I think you have to be considering, have you gotten everything you can get out of LeBron and AD as a group? You have to be considering this if you're being responsible. Well, absolutely. I read an article that said, by the way, I, I forget who it was, Yahoo. Uh, Jorge's dressed like a cowboy. Today. I like it. Hey, a Christmas Jorge. cowboy. Christmas cowboy. <laughs> um, I read today, or... Uh, totally blanked on what I was going to say. You read something. something oh, about- I read, oh, I read something that... Uh, that suggested it was a Yahoo writer suggested the Lakers missed their opportunity to sell high on Anthony Davis. This is an argument that I had with my brother on the Locked on Lakers podcast, which can be found uh, five days a week anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, iTunes, just Spotify. Log that sucker. Also, uh, there's a YouTube component. But we were talking about this after last year, arguably the most disappointing season in Laker history. Right. Like the idea of should the Lakers consider blowing this up? This is before you extended LeBron. Yep. To which I said, you have to at least think about, are we sure we want to do this? But anyway, Brian's point of contention was, if you trade AD now, you are selling him at his low point. And my response was, not if he gets injured again. Right. It's an even lower point coming. And he got injured again. Yes. 
So, look, I'm, I'm just looking at names here, like Shea Gilders Alexander. Is oh, he, well, sure. Shea, Shea Gilders Shea, Alexander the is Thunder great. Is not, the Thunder are not going to move Shea for what the well, Lakers look, have. We have to find, at some point, if we're going to move LeBron, if we're going to move AD, but you can't do any of this stuff until later at Antlon right. anyway. Right. If we're going to make some type of move, and that's the biggest topic that there is right now for right. Lakers, is you're going to, are you going to move somebody? You have to go after somebody. Well, there now, has to be a name. Now with Anthony Davis... Missing at least a month, and who knows? Trying to avoid a procedure, I think you probably stand pat. You use the forty-seven million dollars that's coming off the books this summer to try to sign and, one or well, two and, impact guys. Unless, that's what we're getting. Unless to. you can make a deal for somebody that you like on this team moving forward. Period. Like I'll throw out an example: Miles Turner. Miles Turner is only twenty-six. You know, I know he's had injuries. He's a free agent after this. He's year. a free agent after this year. He and AD, in theory, I think could play very well off each other as an offensive and defensive front court. So you're saying that deal that has been laying there for months, the idea that they would trade for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald together, is probably their best option? I think it was their best option heading into this year. You'd I move mean, both picks for that? I would consider it. I, w- I would consider it because I think it, may- I think it makes sense also for a long-term play. Like, Miles Turner is not good enough to be your number one moving forward, but he's at least young enough that you're building, you have time to build around him and make him a part of it. With DeMar DeRozan in his mid-30s, you need to be able to win right now in order to really cash in on that thing. And the right now for the Lakers keeps getting delayed because of injuries. Yeah, I mean, I I think at this point, it may be that we just... Do stand nothing. and do nothing and just have a, a waste of a year have a waste of a year nothing's going to happen so what happens then at the end of the year lebron if you are are win, going to even win 35 games maybe be the 10 seed if maybe you, be in the play in if you bring up the idea of even trading lebron it can't be until summer right right so is that is that now the plan move him in the summer is that your best if move in this situation i mean he's he's not going to probably ever say that well, i think well no no team is going to trade for LeBron if they don't feel like he wants to be there. Correct. And he'll, he will be in the final year yep. of a contract where he can well, pick up an option for another year, exactly, right? Exactly. All right. Uh, I want to play a brand new game. Okay. Okay. It's called Who's Listening? 877-710-ESPN. <laughs> I'm curious, who is who is out there listening right now? Because it's a weird day. Everybody's doing holiday stuff and you know all that like business. That. So who's actually here with us? 877-710-ESPN. Yeah, you can just say, hey, I'm here. Or you can say, I I think we should make a trade. Or you can say, hey, the Dodgers are being cheap this year. Or you can say, I have a real tree or a fake tree. So what you're doing is I'm going to get up from this chair and go to where Emily is sitting, and you want me to start answering phone Correct. calls. Correct. Who's listening? That's <laughs> the brand new game. Who's the, listening? Can we, do it? can we just do it live? Can you just yeah, hit we'll them? totally do it live. Hang on a second. Are the phones up? Yeah. Hey, who's listening? The Proof of Life Show. <laughs> That's what this is right now. Hey, who, life. Oh, hang on a second. Hey, who's listening? Yeah, this is Bradley. Hey, what's up, Bradley? What's going on? Man, I'm good, man. I got to go get physical therapy on my foot right now. We talking about Anthony Davis. Say hi to AD for us. What's wrong with your foot, Bradley? Man, I've been playing too much basketball. Is that right? How old a man are you? <laughs> I'm only thirty, but still, man. It, I mean, uh, so you know, is AD? Yeah. Over here. You, you know what they're going to call you over at the uh, over your basketball friends? They're going to call you street clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bradley, hey, Bradley, hey, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure I ask the doctor for an inside scoop. If he knows, uh, you know, the trainer or anybody, I'm going to ask him, and then I'll call back. Okay, good. Do that, Bradley. Where you're our exclusive foot reporter. <laughs> Thank you, man. Perfect. That's a brand new game. Who's listening? I like this. Also, I, I actually came across the story. Three most popular shots ordered in okay. 2022. Ooh. Top three most popular shots. You want to do that on the Mason and Ireland show? Yeah, it's Let's Mason and Ireland show now. And uh, by the way, one of those shots, never heard of in my life, but it's apparently very popular. Well, Mason and Ireland, Andy Kamenitsky, Greg Bergman, Jorge, and Emily in for John. <laughs> 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! Ah! Friday. It Friday. Today is the day before the Christmas Eve. It's the Christmas Eve Eve. And uh, we are, uh, we're just in here screwing around today. Uh, we did get breaking news. Uh, Anthony Davis, uh, the Lakers have clarified and said it is a stress injury to the foot. They're going to reevaluate in seven to ten days. And uh, Woj has tweeted that the hope is to avoid a procedure on the foot. The fact that they were waiting a week is I would say definitely related to the idea of that they're looking to avoid surgery. Right, right. I mean, because they're still being incredibly vague about what this oh, is. Oh, yeah. Stress injury. In like, other words, my foot we suffered stress. We could have diagnosed that for them. Yes, he yes. He clearly had some type of stress. Stress on his foot. Right. Yeah. That means nothing. We know nothing. We know nothing. So uh, anyway, that's uh, the breaking news of the day. And uh, otherwise, I think Shay is going to check in at 2.15. Wish everybody a Merry Christmas. My mom and not stepdad Leo are going to stop in. We'll stick them on the air for the hell of it. Do we want to hear, like, Miss Kamenetsky? Oh, yeah, we should call, uh, what's your mom's name? Oh, we could call Anna. My mom. Or your mom. No, not a good time for my mom. Okay. My mom's calling in, too. We can call Anna. Is your mom calling in? I can have Jan call. Have Jan. Have Jan call Bobcat. Uh, And we're playing a game. Uh, Who's listening? Who's listening? Uh, Steven Corona, you're on 710. Who's listening? Thanks for taking my call, guys. I got an opinion about the Lakers situation as a whole. You mentioned the decision-making, what what decisions they should make to trade or not to trade. Here's the thing. It's the decision-makers that have me really queasy about this team. This collaborative process is just not working. No one's taking, no one seems to be taking full responsibility for the decisions to be made with regards to the roster. And it's not really going to change whether they trade for somebody, don't trade for somebody. You got the same decision makers in place. You don't have a modern front office. Janie Buss is not putting any money into that, it would appear. And to me, no matter what they do or what they don't do, unless they change the organization from the top in terms of the decision-making structure to better this collaborative process, yep. it's not really going to change, in my opinion. Okay, Steve, thanks. That's a really nice Christmas wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's uh, he's right to a degree. Like, I, I think right now the buck stops with Rob Palenka. Buck stops with Jeannie Buss. You think? Yep. Because she's the one that empowers Rob Palenka. Well, yeah, but she can the buck change always, out Rob Palenka. The, then the buck stops with her. If you think that there are problems with the decision-making process, then ultimately the buck stops with the person who enables the decision-maker. But isn't the way the NBA works, isn't it more like, like is, does the buck stop with Joe Lacob or does it stop with Bob Myers? Joe Lacob. In my, in Even my, though Bob Myers is making the basketball In decisions. my mind... The most powerful person in any organization is the one that the buck ultimately stops with. Like we talk about with like our government, the buck stops with the president. Yeah. At the end of the day, that is who is the most powerful person in our government. 710 ESPN, the buck stops with Mason. Exactly. Absolutely not. Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely not. All right, line two. Hey, who's listening? Hey. Hello? Ali. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Oh, yo. How's it going? I'm sitting in traffic. I'm here. No, no worries. What's up? When you think about AD, I think you need to look at him like if he's going to get injured every year, and you have to baby him with really good bigs in the front, in the front court. I feel like when we won the chip, Dwight Howard came out leading the league in blocks. JaVale McGee came out putting in work. You know, we had Big Danny Green, KCP, Kuzma, 
Like, that team just made sense. And then they blew it up. You signed Russ. And Russ didn't work because he was beefing with Vogel. And, I mean, I think it just all fell apart after that. Like, there's nobody to back up AD. We have Thomas Bryant who doesn't play. And then we have Jones who doesn't play. So, like, well, of course he's going to get injured. Like, of course his body's going to give up. You know, he's dominating, but he's the only one. Uh, Thanks, man. I do agree on this. They went too guard heavy in constructing the roster. I mean, if you want size, um, Thomas Bryant is your guy. Thomas Bryant's played pretty well. And he's played pretty well. Uh, Damian Jones, not a factor. No. Last year, Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan were both unplayable. Yeah, they they were awful. This team, the front office seems to dislike the concept of wings. They seem yes. to really dislike yeah, the idea. Yeah, in a league where it's all three and D. Yeah, they're they're zagging while everyone yeah. else is zigging. Yeah, hey, the wrong zag. Yep. Um, all right, uh, more calls coming up. Uh, again, who's listening? <laughs> I just wonder who's who's out there. We today. have full phone calls, so obviously people are people here are listening. And listening. Yeah. Oh, let's do one more. Let's uh, line four. Hey, line four. Who's listening? Hey, this is Juan from Long Beach. Hey, Juan, what's up, man? Hey, Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, guys. Thank you. Thank hey, you Merry very Christmas. much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, it's one of those weird days, man. Uh, I have all boys, and we decided to have a fourth one, and it's a baby girl. Congratulations, thought... man. <laughs> no, well... <laughs> Please tell me you're not listening from the delivery room or anything no, like no, that no, right no, now. No, no, no. She's, okay. <laughs> she's already five, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Five. We, I, it made it sound like you just had yeah. a baby. So I'll she's take my five. applause back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> so I thought I was done Christmas shopping. Got everything done early, like a responsible adult. Yes. And I, it looks like I'm some present shorts for my daughter, man. And <laughs> so where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going to get them? At this point, man, it doesn't even matter. I'm, I'm thinking. Whatever's available, whatever's open, basically. Yeah, that's how you, a very special daughter. I'm just going to give her whatever I can find. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening, Juan. What, what's her name? Her name is Grace. All right, so Merry Christmas to Grace. Thanks for, uh, thanks for checking in, man. I got all my Christmas shopping done super early. I did my best. You know, most most of our shopping now revolves around our daughter. Yes. But we, we got her some pretty cool stuff, and we managed to get it in on time before the bell. So, excited. I, I buy one gift for people. I'm not like a massive... I, I try to choose one really meaningful gift for, like, for my mom and that stepdad, Leo, and my brother, Travis. Those are the only people I buy for. Uh, Juan and I do not exchange gifts. I would be cool with doing that... Uh, Anna typically likes to do something. Right. Like she gets very, very into all elements of the holidays. Yes. But we have scaled back on that. Because I'm always like, look, you don't need to get me anything. I don't necessarily need anything right. specifically on this day. Yeah. If you're going to spend the money, I'd rather you just spend it on my daughter. You know, our yeah, daughter. Right, I'd rather right. you just spend it on Lily. But, you know, she wants, I think there is an experience she wants to have from it. So we've just scaled it back. Now, Lily is probably not listening right now. No. Oh, she is decidedly not listening. So what's the big gift? Oh, God, I hope nobody is listening. Is she, Anna listening? But she knows what it is. Oh, oh Anna knows. Yeah. Anna knows what it is. I would hope is. she would. Um, she is getting a some type of- I like of, that you're doing it in some, a very low voice. Well, just in case you she's know listening. Anything, that's maybe she won't Don't hear. tell him. It's dramatic. Dramatic music. She is getting a, I think it's called like a Nintendo Switch or something. Oh, okay. oh that's a great gift. And she's getting a guitar. A guitar? Yeah. I bet has you love ever, that, by the way. Has she ever played guitar? No, but she's wanted to learn for a while. She's very into music. She's very into music discovery, which is really fun because she's, in my opinion, discovered a lot of great music. Yeah. And she really likes- and how old is she? She is 11. Actually, at Cam Brothers- I tweeted out. She's a really talented artist. Okay, like she's very into anime style animation, oh, yeah, drawing right. animation, like and, uh, Bergman's kid. Yeah, like Riley. Yeah, and, Riley loves doing that. And stuff. she drew this year our holiday card. She illustrated it. It's great. I tweeted out at Cam Brothers with her permission um, for people to see it. It's really fantastic. What exactly? I, I never understand. I see the convention here, the anime convention, and I see people doing the cosplay, dress-up stuff. Um, what what If I wanted to watch anime, where would I even find it? You would. Uh, I mean, it's you can, you can find anime on Netflix. You can find you can. it on Hulu, HBO Max. Um, you can find it everywhere. 
there are theaters around the city that show uh, anime, movies, uh, all sorts of stuff. It, it's not. It's been around a long time. It yes. has, as my understanding, it has exploded stateside over like the last twenty years. Okay, twenty or something. For her birthday, actually, there was there's an artist, um, filmmaker Miyazaki. He's considered maybe the most influential anime artist and storyteller ever. And at LACMA, they were having an exhibit of his work that was really cool that we took her to on her birthday. She loved it. I just got a text from Juan. He says, since you're talking about Christmas gifts, I just bought you the Vin Scully Los Angeles magazine, the tribute magazine. Merry Christmas. That's all you're getting. I love you, Juan. But that works. That's, <laughs> that's a nice great. Gift. You love that. Yeah, that's though. A awesome. Great I mean, it's awesome. I'll frame that, and it'll be awesome. Uh, all right. So uh, three. Uh, by the way, f the clock today. Okay. So just if you say, I'm just gonna say rap, rap. Okay. So uh, three most yeah, popular shots Valvoline. in 2022. Three most popular shots. If you go to a bar, uh, any guesses? Tequila shots. I want to, if there are any a type particular of... particular... It has to be like specialty shots. Um, like, I'm going to guess... Lemon drops. Yeah. Lemon... Okay, if it's a tequila shot... Fireball. What, what tequila? Patron? Yeah. No. The mm. most popular tequila shot this year... Don Julio. Casamigos. Yeah, Casamigos. Casamigos, yeah. Most popular vodka shot this year? Belvedere. No. Grey Goose. Oh, Guy walks into a bar, I want a shot of vodka... Make it a Stoli? No. Stoli. A Tito's. Tito's. That makes Tito's. sense. Oh. A shot of Tito's? Tito. Now, this last one, I do not know. Yeah. Uh, it's not Fireball. I just got a text from one. Fireball. Not Fireball. Um, this is it. It is coming in second place. It's called a green tea shot. Hola, Juan. You're listening. Yeah. I just want to say hola, Juan. Yeah. Hey, Juan's listening. Hey, Ron. Uh, a, mix, a mix of Jameson Irish whiskey. Peach schnapps, sour mix, and lemonade, and it's called a green tea shot. There's no tea in it at all. That sounds awful. That is the second most ordered shot at bars in 2022. I I bartended during the era when this drink called the Incredible Hulk was (laughs) incredibly popular. It's half Alizé, half uh, Cognac. Okay. And it comes out this sort of greenish color, so they called it Incredible Hulk. It was disgusting. Yeah. Like, it was absolutely disgusting. This was the most popular drink for a year that I bartended in Pasadena by far. Did you ever have, they had a shot called The Brain? The Brain. Which was Amaretto and Bailey's. Oh, yeah, 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 And it mixed in such a way that it looked like a brain. Yes. Yeah, there was that. I remember uh, there was one drink called this uh, shot called the Cement Mixer, Mm -hmm. which was Bailey's and lime juice, and it would curdle up. Oh, yeah, So that's why they called it a Cement Mixer, and it's like, it's a hassle to shoot it. Because yeah. it'll curdle up in there. Is that like the stuck. Irish Car Bomb or whatever they call No, it? Irish Car Bomb is a shot of Bailey's that you a drop Jaeger, into right? a Guinness. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you right. drop it into the Guinness, and then you drink the whole thing. And so it it's, foams up. and Right. That. So uh. it's you know Irish liquor, Irish beer. And it gets you just moving Mo- really, really You know nice. what? Mostly <laughs> in my life, the only alcohol, with the exception of uh, the terrible incident of 2022... Uh, at Clearman's Galley, which was martinis, um, the only alcohol that I've ever really had or drank regularly in my life was shots. I don't really like alcohol. I, you know, I've always said, you know, uh, wine, red wine is just red water to me. White wine is just yellow water to me. I'm not, I'm in, not into the taste of alcohol. What are martinis so, to you? Straight up vodka. <laughs> What are martinis to you? Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> you're gonna say trouble. Yeah, no, I would always drink shots of tequila and just have a Diet Coke in my hand. I just want the effect. Shot, 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 hold the Diet Coke, I'm buzzed. See, it's interesting when you brought up like which tequila people would shoot or which vodka that they would shoot. Something like Casamigos, I consider that a waste of a shot. Right. In other words, Be- people like to sip Casamigos. Right. It's too good. Like that's why I thought maybe like Patron or something <laughs> a little lower, like Stoli. Yes. Stoli is good enough that if you drink it, you know, if you shoot it, you're not going to feel nauseous, but it's not so good that you feel like you're wasting the vodka. Right, right, exactly, 
exactly. It's a, it's a sipping. It's like uh, Brian uh, Cranston's mescal. Yeah. Uh, oh, you the, wouldn't shoot the that. Those hombres, you would never shoot. No. You would want to sip that and enjoy that. Or like, okay, Genie Buss's tequila, Sincora. There you go. You do not. I wouldn't shoot that. It's really good tequila. LeBron's tequila. The Lobos. Oh, I haven't had that yet. Very good. Right, I know you don't care about the clock, but we should probably take a break now. All right. Uh, yeah, after the you clock. you have Valvoline here, uh, Andy. Valvoline? Yeah, Valvoline yeah Andy. you have Valvoline, Andy. Uh, by the way, uh, who's listening? 877-710-ESPN. Andy, hey, what do you, you got? Can you cue me on the sound effects part? Hey, I got some Valvoline to tell you people about. Before hitting the highway, whoever's listening right now, this holiday season... Head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Make sure your sleigh is in peak performance. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up. That's where it's supposed to go. Drive in, drive out. Okay, now it's a little much. 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for your location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline instant oil change. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Christmas Eve Eve. Anthony Rincon right now in the uh, Mason, Mason Iron Ireland Mafia. Mafia. He has a correction for me. He's right. The Incredible Hulk was not Cognac and Alizé. It was Cognac, it was Cognac with Hypnotic. Remember? What's hypnotic? Uh, hypnotic was, God, I think it was like a greenish color. Hmm. Liqueur, the blue one? Blue. blue. It was blue. bluish color. And you'd mix that with the Cognac. It would t- turn out greenish. So he is correct. Anthony Racone is correct about that. Your bartender license taken away. <laughs> it's expired a long time yes. ago, thankfully. Uh, hey, line seven, who's listening? Bryce. Hey, this is Bryce from yeah. Irvine. Remember, hey, they don't know what line they oh, are. That, yeah, you don't know <laughs> the lines. Okay. Hey, so what's up, man? I'm just door dashing around. Uh, I just had a quick question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, what is the best uh, slash gift you've either gotten or given someone? It's a very, very good, very good question. Hey, c- can, thanks for uh, DoorDashing, man. It's tough work. Hey, it's great work. All right, cool, man. <laughs> he thanks. could be the next Matt Ryan. Could, it's right. That's right. Okay, best gift ever giving and receiving. So, best gift ever Giving and receiving. So the best gift I ever got was I was six years old. I got a big wheel. It was gigantic. That was a gigantic thing in my neighborhood. I was like the last kid to get a big wheel. So I remember that very distinctly. Best gift gift I ever gave was a... Hmm, what do you have? I'm trying to think. Best gift I ever gave, I think it was for a Mother's Day and was... Pretty soon after our daughter was born, so this is a period where my wife is just really tired because newborns are exhausting. Yes. I surprised her with a day and night uh, stayover at a hotel. Like oh, somewhere nice. in Hollywood. It was like a really nice place. Yeah. Arranged for her to get a spot, like took care of everything for her. Right. And for like 24 hours, childcare was on me. And oh, she nice. got And she got to sleep uninterrupted. Oh, that's That nice. was a pretty good one. I actually may be in the middle of the best gift ever that we gave um because uh we're flying in Juan's dad and stepmom uh we're putting them up at a really nice hotel um they're going to the we're going to go to dinner on Christmas Eve the game on Christmas Day and dinner on Christmas night and flying back on 
the day after Christmas. I stand corrected. I just realized the best gift I ever gave. Okay. My daughter, when she turned five, yeah. we got her our dog, Matilly. We have two dogs. Aww. But she had wanted a dog forever. Yeah. But I was waiting until she was at least somewhat self-sufficient because I'm like, I can't handle a toddler that needs help with everything and a dog that needs help with everything. Yeah, yeah. But when she turned five, we got her our half chihuahua, half dachshund mix, Aww. Matilly. Yeah. She was so- How old's ex- Matilly now? We don't know for sure because she was a rescue. What's the origin of the name, Matilly? Well, okay. The origin of Matilly is the dog's name in the shelter. You know, they just pick names Yeah, for right, them. the random names. Right. Her name was Matilda. Okay. But my daughter, Lily, wanted their names to rhyme- Okay. So she turned it into Matilly. 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 I like that. Yeah. Hey, Momo, come hey, on Momo. in. Hey, Momo. Momo's here. Yeah. Hey. It's very merry. Ooh, look merry at you Christmas. all gussied up from TV. You, uh, you're fancy like, for TV. You, you know what's fun is that everybody got to see the transformation. Because I did the first hour and a half of uh, Travis and Sliwa. Right. With no hair and makeup. Oh, and, and then you went over, you got <laughs> dolled I, yeah, up. Got dolled up. And it's like TV magic. Yeah, no, you look great. Yeah, I'm ready for my close-up. My yeah. TV magic. Yes, thing. you look great. So what are you doing for the uh, holiday? Uh, Not much. No, no, no. no <laughs> going no. to my folks' house. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the baby going to do? Well, what about you know, baby Baby Daniel's a little bit older? Yeah, he's older, He's but he's a little sick. I have two sick kids right now. Oh, God. Everybody's sick. Yeah, it's going around yeah. like crazy. Yeah, my daughter had like, a play date canceled today yeah. because her friend got sick. Yeah, it's just everyone's sick. So it's just like, I don't know, mostly what Daniel wants to do when he's sick is just watch rhymes or just, you know, whatever, like yeah. stay home and rest. He went to sleep at 5.30 yesterday. 5.30 like, in the afternoon? Afternoon, and we were like, this could be bad. And when does he wake up? Slept until seven thirty. Wow! Like fourteen hours. That is a kid after my own heart. How I many need days a good eleven hours. Fourteen. Fourteen. Think is about insane. it. I can't imagine I, I, just like, having fourteen uninterrupted hours. Hours. Forget When's sleeping. The, how long does it? How many days would it take you to sleep fourteen hours? Well, I sleep normally eleven. Whoa! I normally sleep. I'm normally eleven hours asleep by ten and wake up at nine. Would if, that be eleven? Wow, hours? Yeah, that's eleven. 11 if I get seven, that's brilliant. Seven is like seven long. is like I, my. I am happy. Yeah, sleep is total. I I just think sleep is so underrated. Awesome. It's so underrated. You got some some nice aids too. Yeah, yeah. Got what? some nice sleep. Oh, aids. I do. I've got a little sleep aid. So, uh, <laughs> what is uh, what's the inside scoop on the Anthony Davis? Thing? Not as bad as everyone thought. Oh, is that he's right? He's feeling better. Yeah, I was just on with Woj at when he. I think he he tweeted something, but the sense that there that he's actually feeling better and that they're a little more optimistic now than they were even a week or two ago. Like he he. It's, so even though they're saying it's a stress injury to injury, the foot, which yeah. sounds really generic, yeah. and Woj says they'll reevaluate in seven to ten yeah. days to try to avoid a procedure. Correct. It feels like to you they're going to be able to avoid the procedure. Well, I don't know if I go that right, far. I'm not. I'm not going to put that. But in But I mouth. would say it sounds like people were like a little more optimistic today than they were a little before. Let me ask you this, Momo, though. They're happier about it. Like a little, like you take a deeper breath. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Why do you think they're being so vague about what this is? Overthinking it. Are they? <laughs> I mean, look, things that are stress injuries, stress things on your bones. Very scary when you're talking about big men and their feet. Sure. Okay, mm-hmm. a lot of- Bad wheels. Bad wheels. Yep. You're tall and, you know, carrying a lot of weight. Yep. Like that's that's a that's a long history of, um, in the NBA, that's not great. Right. Don't wanna, I don't want to run into the names. I don't want to jinx anything for them, okay? But generally speaking, you want to avoid the big men getting the foot injuries. So stress reactions, stress fractures, whatever they are, they also don't show up on MRIs right away. Right. They take a little while to show up. And the severity of it really is just pain tolerance and how you're feeling. So if it's if he's feeling better, mm-hmm. that's a good sign. You're going in the right direction. But if you come back, you ramp up, and then you you don't feel good. Then you got to go back and check things out. So that's why they're being vague. It's you're over. The, if you put a name on it, then people start going, "Oh, here's what it's it is." The, yeah, right. right. But it, but the flip side of it is, if you go so vague, like stress injury, which to mm-hmm. me is like, well, I could have told you he had a stress injury. Like that's what happened. We Doctor saw coming it. Well, no, but it's obvious. Yeah. Like it feels to me, if you're being that vague after a week. You come off like you're trying to hide something, right? I, I know how it plays, but I think they were going to just—they were just going to a lot of specialists, and so you want to see how 
you know, everybody sees it. I mean, even even to, like when you have an injury, you can go to four different doctors and they can tell you four different things. Right. Sure. And so I think that's kind of where they were with it. And it, it does sound secretive and it does sound, I, I get it. But I also think even me saying that people feel a little bit better about it today, like they don't even want to put that out officially or, and, or say that officially because what if in seven to 10 days he has a setback and now the expectations, I mean, Mace, what do you always say? Oversell, under deliver? Yeah, over I mean, I'm promise, sorry. under deliver. Right. Don't <laughs> no, no, do it's the opposite. The opposite. It's yeah. Under promise, yeah, over, over deliver. deliver right? yeah. so no, you don't today's wanna... show, by the way, is the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was kind of a, I did the early show and yeah, it was like this like relay race show. It's kind of just loose. Yeah, Screw whatever. Around. You know, we're yeah. playing the new game called uh, Who's Listening? Who's Listening? Yeah. How's that go? Let's go to uh, Justin in West L.A. Hey, Justin, what's up, man? What's up? Happy Christmas, Adam. Thank you very much. Happy Christmas, Christmas, uh, Christmas yep. Eve. Christmas, yep. Christmas <laughs> Eve. Eve. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if you had Ike's sandwiches yet. They're pretty awesome. I'm heading there right now. Where so are Ike's and- sandwiches? They're all over California now in the West Coast. I like uh, that spot. Oaks, West L.A., um, Burbank has one. So is it a is it a sub sandwich? Is it like what what would you compare it to? It's a sub sandwich. I would say it blows away Jersey Mike's or Subway. Um, maybe a kind of like a Quiznos because they're warm, right? And they have them named after a bunch of different athletes. So oh really? So like, tell Matt me Kane. tell me some of the athletes. Matt Kane, Hunter Pence. Um, there's, I believe, a Kobe now. Nice. Wow, that's actually really cool. So it's called Ike's. Yeah, they're amazing. Are you working today, man, or are you just are you just loose and free? I'm loose and free. It's a beautiful thing. Nice man. Nice man. Hey, thanks for thanks for calling in. There's a big shout out for Ike's. I I order that sometimes. Do you? Yeah, they're kind of like the honey bourbon chicken sandwich, and they have like all natural chicken, or and it's all like loaded up with cheese and wonderful sauces, and it's not like a frou frou place. It's kind of like a, you know, high end but really like fattening place. Yeah, yeah, like, you'd like it. That's high where end I am right now. Um, shams over at the athletic. I yes, it's Shams. Sh- Shams. I've heard both. <laughs> I've heard both. It's just messing with me. No, yeah. but I, I, I don't. I always say it as Shams. I, it sounds like Shams should be the it word. Sounds like Shams. It, well, yeah. it could be, except it's spelled in a way that could also be Shams. Correct. And, and, it's there are dual pronunciations. I, have, I, I, well, I don't know if there are dual. I think we've turned it into dual. Yes, <laughs> I think right. there's actually only one. Yes. Um, but uh, Shams. Over the athletic, it's like ha- Qatar. Is it Qatar or is it Qatar? <laughs> yeah, it's Qatar. It is Qatar. Yeah, we were told by ESPN. Uh, yeah. He is reporting over the athletic that the Pacers and Miles Turner have opened up contract extension discussions. I heard that was going to happen. Yeah, and exploring a new deal, which is kind of hilarious considering. Forget the Lakers being linked in for so long. He's been seemingly on the block for like three years. All right, you want me to like decode? Please things? decode. Decode it. Hold yes. on, let me. What's that thing that you do? The decode, the hieroglyphics. Okay, um, there's a name for it. Some kind of key. Okay, somebody's gonna tweet me and tell me what it is. Um, okay, so he's been in trade talks. They haven't got they what they wanted for him. Part of the reason he's in trade talks is there was a question about whether they would give him a new contract. What's Indiana's record? Well, look it up. I believe they're like sixteen and sixteen. They're yeah, not bad. somewhere in that range. They're like they they're dodging around five hundred. They're not bad. Sixteen and sixteen. And we thought they were going to be really bad. Like the sense was that Indiana was not going to be great, and they're they're actually pretty respectable this year. Tyrese Halliburton looks like a superstar. Yeah. The owner there is older, likes to make the playoffs, doesn't want to tank, and there's a sense of. Well, they could just keep their guys. They could sign them to an extension. They'll, you know, if they're not getting what they want for them on the trade market, this functions both ways: either sign a new deal or hold whoever is thinking about trading for him feet to the fire. Right. Like, oh, hey, better do it now before we sign into this extension. Right. So you're, you're saying that this may be it's a little, a little creation of leverage, but it's also they they obviously seem like they're they're signaling to the rest of the league, hey, we're going to keep our guys. That's a signal. Is he still on the board for the Lakers, or probably not? I I don't think they were. I don't think the Lakers were ever going to do that deal because if they're going to do it, they're going to do it already. Right. If they, if they do it. that deal, sure. then they're they're not going to do it for the two picks and everything that Indiana wants. Because part of the reason, and this is important, is because of Miles Turner needs a new contract. Yes. The Lakers have really kept their books clean. 
They have a lot. They have a room for a max contract this summer, and I this has been important in all of their trade. I know, but there's nobody limit, really. It's such a limiting approach. It is, and also most free player movement doesn't happen via free agency. Most happens via trade now, and it's, then you sign an extension. But there are some interesting names: Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving, James Harden, Chris Middleton, uh, Fred but Van Vliet. I don't like think, these are interesting names. They're, they're not going to have. They're not going to have though true max max level. Space. No, but they would probably have enough to, like, you could do a sign and trade. But kind of there is no, you can do multiple players because there's really not a max, max player out there. Well, I, I would say Chris Middleton, James, I don't know James Harden. Uh, Kyrie, maybe. Mm. I know. He's Rand- playing really well right now. He's playing really well, but it's it's hard to invest it's the in him. E ticket Kyrie it, experience. It just feels so. <laughs> content, hashtag content. Yeah. It just so feels so limiting, but also it's so unimaginative. It's just like we are focused in on the biggest, most obvious names, and that's all we'll ever commit to. And that's why this team Yeah, but never... there's no reason why the biggest, most obvious names aren't the right names. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm going to be a pain in the butt. We're gonna, we got a break now. Oh, God. Yep. Can you believe you have a, you have Is to he read... making you break so he can do his Bobcat breaks. thing? No, it's, it's no, not Bobcat it's time. Not Bobcat but it's, uh, you have to read that Jacob and Maroney. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you going to hang out? I'll stay one more segment. Okay, I got to get one more segment. Yeah. Mesa and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, spinning the wheel of questions on an effing Friday and on Christmas Eve Eve. Here it is. What is your most memorable Christmas? Your most memorable Christmas. For me, because, you know, I grew up not celebrating Christmas. Yes. So I really only started doing it. Um, when you when I started, Anna. Well, yeah. when I really started dating her. Right. So I would say either... The first time we did Christmas as boyfriend girlfriend, mm-hmm. because she was at the time kind of feeling down because she wasn't with her family. It was the first time she hadn't been with her family on Christmas in a while. So I did my best as the know nothing about the holiday Jewish guy to try to do Christmas right or first Christmas with my daughter when she was very nice, thing. very yeah, nice. One or the other. Uh, Momo, most memorable Christmas. Um. I feel like it was when I was a kid. Yeah. Like when I would just get up and uh, I, I, the one that's popping into my mind was when I got the vanilla ice CD for a present. Oh, that's big. That's I big. was really excited do, do, about that. Do, 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 do. And yeah. I do, literally do, do, just put do, 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 that do, do, do. on repeat and learned all the words that night nice. and I still know them all. Did you know the dance and stuff? I don't think I knew the dance, but that was back when we used to listen to CDs and oh, tapes yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. Back in the day. And so like, I, like for me being a kid on Christmas was really great. Um, I would always write a letter to Santa, and I would like leave it. You know, I mean, I was like like any good Jew. Right. <laughs> read, like, by the I'd way, write a letter to Santa. have you ever seen? You can find this on YouTube. It is so funny. Vanilla Ice doing some interview on MTV yeah. where he's explaining because uh, I believe Queen sued him over this because this Queen is, won. Yeah. Oh, right. This is definitely yeah. This is under, under pressure. pressure. Like sure. the whole thing is under pressure. Yeah. And he's explaining why this isn't actually under pressure. He's like. Theirs is do 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 ours is do 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 that do 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 it's not the same. It's like a, it's not it's the same. Yeah. It's like it listening is. to shit out on a cap. It's so funny. Hey Bergman, what's your most memorable? Well, you didn't celebrate. Well, but I mean, I have celebrated Christmases. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So when I when I first started dating my ex-wife, now I was over at her at her place for a Christmas and. Being the Jewish guy that never celebrated Christmas, I was sleeping in a, in a bunk bed, and the bottom level. And the my my daughter Haley, my daughter-in-law, whatever you want to call her, she came in and started screaming, "It's Christmas! It's Christmas!" And I shot up and banged my head on the top of the the bunk bed because I was not expecting somebody coming in and screaming at me. But it was fun to watch her then to see everybody, her and a bunch of other kids going around and opening up all their presents. It was it was fun. Besides okay. my head being in pain. That's your yeah. best Christmas. Yeah. Best Christmas. That's my. That's my. No, you asked me what my most. My head. I was in concussion protocol for Christmas. You asked me my most memorable Christmas. You did not ask me the best one. True. Fair. That's good. It's you're lucky you even remember it after banging your head. Well, I might have had a concussion. Hey, Jorge, what about you? Most memorable. Yeah, I'm with Momo on this one. I guess when you when you're a kid, you know, you I got my Niners jersey, the number eighty, Jerry Rice. I was the happiest kid in the block. Everybody was jealous because I got a jersey. You know, nobody thought I liked football. Right, but, you know, because I like other kind of football, <laughs> but no, I got ran- my eighties, my Jerry Rice. Random jersey. question: Why are you dressed like a cowboy today? You look like a <laughs> member of the village people. I, 
come at me. <laughs> well, no, I just got the hat. I, oh, I, I guess it's a Santa hat. More yeah, than it's, it's a, a Santa hat. Right. So, you know, I saw it at the and store. And it's not a Niners jersey. It's an no, ESPN, it's the ESPN jersey. hoodie. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah so it right just felt festive today. Yeah, festive. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, my Christmases, my most memorable Christmases were at my grandparents. Um, we called my grandmother Gable. And uh, Grandpa, the reason it was Gable is because when I was a little kid, I couldn't say Grandma, and it came out Gable. Ah. So Gable and Grandpa, and on Christmas Eve, we would have the Night of the Seven Fishes, um, and great Italian tradition. Which you still do. We still we still yeah. do a variation of, yeah, we've actually successfully, do, it's hard to get seven yeah. fishes. Uh, we're going to try to do it tonight. We're going to a great seafood restaurant. We're going to try to add up to seven fishes. But she would make, there'd be shrimp cocktail, and there'd be... Uh, bacala, which was cod in in uh, dough, bread dough, and mm-hmm. uh, she made eel one year, which wow. I did not partake in. I don't like eel. Uh, tuna, salmon. I mean, like all we wow. had seven fishes. What's the significance? Do you know of the seven fishes? Yeah, I don't. It's just an Italian thing. Somebody mm-hmm. might know. Uh, Aunt Bridget and Uncle Johnny were there. Yeah. I mean, everybody. So that so we those have two questions. Most... I got the answer to my first question. Remember, when I was talking about the, the the key to decipher things. Yes, it was the Rosetta Stone. The Rosetta that Stone. That was what right. I was looking for. Got it. Somewhere. Somebody tell us what the seven fish. Twitter is, is helpful. Yeah, if yeah. you know the origin of the seven fish, we did it all the time. My grandmother, cool. boy, what a piece of work she was. Let me tell you something. Didn't matter. Didn't matter when you showed up. You could be. Uh, you could be uh, really on your A game in terms of weight, or you could be on your D game in terms of weight, uh, big, small. No matter what, she would say, she'd pinch your belly and she'd say, wow, middle-aged spread. I'm like, <laughs> I am at a historically Dang. low weight. My great-grandmother my gr- great on my mom's side, yeah, uh, Sophie, rather mean lady, she told my wife, I mean my mom, on her wedding day, White was never your color. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's rough. White was never. Gable couldn't hear, so she, she she had trouble hearing, so she talked really loud. So we were at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner one time, and she saw somebody, a family that she knew, and great Gable said really loud, Oh my God, she got fat. Oh my God. And I was like, Gable, they can hear you right now. Oh <laughs> She's loud and clear. <laughs> loud and clear. All right. Uh, it's just, uh, we're just screwing around today. Momo, thank you very Mom. much for uh, for coming in. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All that yeah. All that stuff. It's a good Hanukkah because like, it falls on Christmas. Yeah. So the, the oh, that's little nice. Jewish kids also get a present. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Andy Kamenetsky's hanging out. Jorge's here. Bergman's here. You never know who's going to show up. I think Shay is going to call in in a little oh, nice. while. Look at that. Uh, my Mom and that stepdad, Leo, are going to come by the show. They're going nice. to do the uh, three o'clock hour by themselves. <laughs> Excellent. They're part timers. What do they're we on, call that? They're on caps, that? right? Bergman, they're on caps. Are yeah. they going to do Valvoline? Only we get that joke, but they're on caps. I get it. Uh, Mason, Ireland, seven ten ESPN.